This is a headgum podcast. What's up, Bell Babies? Uh, okay, guys, uh, it's very important to us, Eugene and myself, just me right now, but that you guys take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself. And a way that you can do that is by giving yourself the right nutrition and the right supplements. So that's why we're talking to you today about Care of Vitamins. Now, this is an incredible company. We've talked about it a lot. They uh, they are a subscription-based vitamin company that sends you your supplements through the mail. And this here's where they really elevate themselves. So people will ask us all the time, like, what is what should I be taking? And it's hard for us to answer all those questions individually. So they have an online quiz. The online quiz, very easy, really fun, takes about five minutes, and they find out like basically who you are, what you're about, what you're doing, and what you need, and then they give you a recommendation on which vitamins you should take. And then you can add or take away from that if you want, but at least you have like a little bit of insight that they provide you, and uh, it also forces you to kind of maybe answer some questions about yourself. That can be good, too. Uh, so it's an online quiz, really easy. It's very fun. You go to their website, takecareof.com, to check that quiz out. And, uh, you know, the, the subscription thing is what's really cool about it, in my opinion, because I will uh, run out of a vitamin. I don't have it. I keep meaning to get to the health store. I don't end up going. And then I stop taking that vitamin, and I fall short on my you know micronutrient needs. And so this kind of solves that because they're just getting shipped right to my house. They're also individually wrapped. So you have your day's vitamins individually wrapped in a little package. So you can just throw it in your gym bag. You don't have to bring 50 bottles around with you like a dummy. You don't have to have a pack mule to pack all your vitamins in. You've got this little individually, individually wrapped package so that you can just pop it in your mouth and then you're done. And then you also know whether or not you've taken those vitamins because I've definitely wondered if I took my vitamins or not. And I'm just staring at like 50 pill bottles versus a simple package. So uh, that's a cool thing. Also, there's vegan and vegetarian supplements. They give you recommendations on those. So if you're not eating meat, you can rest assured that their vegan and vegetarian offerings are uh, available to you. And then also, you know, they're high quality ingredients. And uh, also, you know what? This company is a good company. A portion of every sale goes towards the Good Foundation, which provides expectant mothers and needs with uh, valuable prenatal vitamins. That's huge. All kinds of studies on what kind of uh, vitamins moms should be taken for their babies. And some people don't have access to that. So care of is, uh, is taking care of those moms in need. Now, I would like you guys to go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code dumbbells, D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. That's dumbbells and get yourself 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. That's incredible. 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. All you have to do is go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code dumbbells. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, uh, this is where Eugene would say, uh, I'm Eugene Cordero. I'm Eugene Cordero. Yeah, there you go. That's good. And I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. Health and fitness. There you go. This is solely brought to you based on our own working experience and a little bit of bro science. Is this? Yeah. So please keep in <laughs> mind that we're not and have never claimed to be doctors to this day. It's never happened. We're just a couple of dumbbells that love ourselves some fitness and want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Ryan 
I'm flying solo, um, with the exception of a wonderful guest and co-host I have today. Eugene is busy, busy, busy working as per usual, and I am <laughs> incredibly available. I feel like what you just said is how any guy I've ever dated would describe the relationship. He's like, I'm flying solo, oh, except for uh, this girl that I'm <laughs> also with. <laughs> yeah, it's always weirdly close to the vest. Why? What do you have... Uh, what are you leaving open for yourself? Uh, the voice you hear is my co-host today and guest, Aaron Whitehead. Aaron, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's a treat to have you back. Um, Aaron, you know, as a comedy writer, great follow on all social media, Girl at the Tail, uh, member of Wild Horses, preeminent premier improv team. Oh, thank you. Anywhere. And uh, an overall super smart, good person. Wow, thanks. Yeah. That's a good intro. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. It makes no, you I feel mean, good you, to be here, well, right? Well, you came in really strong. Yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. Sometimes I feel like people forget the part, so they, they'll, they'll be like, she's a stand-up? And I'm like, no, I, I don't do that. Um, she's an actress? I'm like, well... If I don't really book, but I audition. <laughs> Definitely like a, I would say like a comedy personality and like a humorist and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. You're on it. I mean, we've known each other for yeah. years. <laughs> I know you and respect your work and, and like hearing what you have to say. Likewise. Yeah. Uh, so cool. So this is a repeat for you. You're yeah. coming back on the show. Yeah. Um, reminding some people of what we talked about before. Uh, you've got you've got some particular food stuff. Got, you, I've got a lot of food stuff. Yeah. And when last we met, I think I was like, I can't ever exercise exercise because my stomach is so bad. Yes. I only eat bread. Only eat and bread. pizza. Yeah. That's all changed. That's all changed. Yeah. Okay. So why don't let we can get right into it? So why yeah. don't you? So what is going on with your tummy? So I got, essentially, I got extremely sick in the fall. So it was like, I got some infection that then made all my IBS stuff way worse. And I lost 25 pounds. I was 94 pounds. And like, it was horrible. I couldn't stand up. I I mean, I was, I mean, obviously I could stand up, but I couldn't stand for long. Yeah. I couldn't work. It was a true nightmare. Jeez, I don't think I knew that that was happening. Yeah, well, I didn't post about it. Yeah. Uh, it was you, you didn't do a vague uh, I, just of like your hospital mm-mm. bracelet. I you can't. know, people will do that. The koi, the koi. Wait, what's, yeah. And then and all then the comments don't... are like, "What's happening? What's going on?" No, I nothing. Fuck, I can't stand fucking koi social media. <laughs> I will say, it I, still goes on. We endlessly joke about it, and people still do that. I know. I think they're pray for me. They're not like, the what? ones what? reading. The, yeah, or like, wow, real tough week this week and you're like do you want people to ask like what are you yeah is it a also when it's good i hate that when it's like i know. got big news and it's yeah. like just wait until you can say it what about the big news and then the no reveal of it and then just <sighs> two or three days later it's just normal i really about- can't fucking stand it yeah. i'll be honest like, yeah public service announcement if yeah. you're doing that you suck. And I like when people do the thing where if, if they're going through a, like a hard health issue, if they decide to document it, cool. I think it's so much – like I've been thinking about that with our friend Angela Trimble oh, who's yeah, doing this. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And I keep thinking like, oh, my God, if I were to get breast cancer or if someone I knew did, I'd what want this account. It's such a comfort she, to see it detail for detail. Yes. And I have been following it very closely because I like her and know her. But on top of that, it's transcended that and turned into something that's just like a great – just it's something great to witness. Yeah, you know this horrible thing that she's having to deal with. But yeah, like it's the horrible. But you feel like, it feels like a, a curtain is sort of opened where like it, that that medical stuff is so mysterious and terrifying. Yeah. 
And she's allowing us in. To bring people up to speed, uh, Angela is all, some actor, comedian, dancer, interesting kind of free spirit person. She's in this this kind of UCB comedy community that a lot of our guests are in. And she has she, two bird children who are very cute. Yeah, she's got, she's got a couple of birds. Uh, she's a lunatic in all the best ways, you know, <laughs> like super funny, fun, interesting uh, yeah, her, she's got two pet cockatiels that are, like she endlessly posts about. But she was diagnosed very unfortunately with breast cancer. And from day one, she's been very bravely posting all the ins and outs of it. Yep. And, and, uh, and being very positive and like her friends are, are rallying around her in a very positive way. And uh, she's put out a lot of good information for anybody that is going through it or knows somebody going through Truly, it. Truly, I just keep thinking like this would be a huge sigh of relief for me to yes. be able to look at this stuff. And- yeah. And like learn, like to learn very, you know, because she's had access to some good doctors. Mm-hmm. And so and then she's also had to make some hard decisions and she's putting it out there like I'm trying to decide between this or this. Totally. And this is where I'm leaning. And so it's been I've never seen anything like it. And it's been. It's really uh, cool. Yeah. And so I did the opposite of that. Um, uh, but mine also, mine was not like, it's, it was less serious than, yes. than breast cancer. Um, but I didn't know what it was for the long time. Yeah, I had, that's, uh, sometimes that mystery is oh, very scary. And I had California covered and that is not good insurance. Yeah. Like, yes, we all want it. But when you have something specialized, they are not helpful. Yeah. So it was months before I could get into a I'm GI. I'm sure you're doing uh, WebMD, which is always smart to I do. I mean, after – and also I gave up because they, they all – eventually you get to the last thing, which is like you should see a doctor. Yeah. You know, and I was yeah. like, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I started seeing like a, um, a acupuncturist slash healer who immediately was like, if I ate the way you've been eating, I would also have horrible stomach problems. And I was like trying to explain to her, I was like, I used to eat so healthy. This is me trying desperately to deal with a stomach problem that I've gone to doctors for and it won't go away. And everyone just goes like, yep, IBS is tricky. And she was like, right, but you're still, you sh- you need to eat this way. So now I really only eat, like every meal is like 60, 70% steamed vegetables. And then I eat a, that with like salmon and maybe a little bit of pasta or rice, but usually not even that. Not even that. Um, yeah. And because you were before were eating specifically to kind of I was just treat your IBS yeah. to, to, so that you could just be comfortable. Exactly. Like, yeah. Just to leave the house. Right. And I couldn't figure it out. And I also hated to cook. So it was like hard. It was, that, yeah. that was a whole thing. And now right. I just, I mean, now I just steam vegetables and they taste awful, but whatever. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just eat like a machine. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like if your comfort and health is on the line, it's it doesn't amazing matter. what can happen. Totally. And yeah. then at least, at least it's easy. I just steam enough that I can like literally have three or four days of like huge bowls of vegetables. And Sounds cool, dude. Cool. Um, <laughs> But then once I started feeling better, I gained not only the weight back, but plus because then I felt so great. I started, I started seeing a GI who then also gave me some pills to take. And I, st- I felt so much better that then I I think my body was in like we have to yeah. replace the depletion. And yeah. so I was craving nothing but donuts. And I would literally drive to – like I would eat my vegetable meals. But then between I would go to uh, Krispy Kreme and get literally a dozen donuts and eat them on the way back to my apartment, which was 20 minutes away. Wow. I would eat like a dozen. I mean, it's dark And times. I was starving. Yeah. Like just starving. So, so then your I, body's telling you I something. went over by 15 pounds by what I used to weigh. <laughs> so that's when I was like, I should start exercising. Yeah. So that's I intense. I mean, that's that's very primal. Like there's a lot of um, research done in like looking at like the human brain and hunter-gatherer. You hear it come up a lot for like paleo and like the argument for paleo. Right. Like, oh, we were designed this way. 
and uh, and so it's something I've talked about on the podcast before. But we've uh, we've evolved, or actually, I should say, our food environment has evolved faster than our biology has. So we have this biology that's kind of hardwired us to um, want and seek out very calorie dense food yeah. and binge on it because yeah. we were so limited in food supply early on when we had to hunt, hunt and gather. Oh, so that was my biological, yeah, like it's, my lizard brain coming yeah, too. survival. They've and they're like they even they've even done studies on um, you know like people now that still kind of follow that hunter gatherer diet. They have to just based on environment, and they'll find honey or something and just chug it, and it's like beyond the point of being full. And it's because yeah. they're, it's like, it's, it's something deep in their brain. That's what I was doing. And it felt, it really didn't feel good. I felt totally fucking in, yeah, insane. And I out of control. I couldn't and, stop. Like yes. I would literally be like, I, today I'm not going to do it. Like I'm getting enough calories and I know I am. Yeah, and, and then I, I would full after this meal. And I would then, just drive. I would be yeah. driving to the donut place being like, I don't think I want to do this, but my brain would kind of shut that off. And yeah. I'd be like, I guess I'm going. Yeah. And the, the, <laughs> totally, totally. And it's all like, it, there's, there, there's like a, like a biological phenomenon for that happening. Wow. And some people are a little more lean, a little more to- towards it than others. And there's even like something that happens to where your body will release uh, a huge amount of dopamine, dopamine when that happens. And then when you get that flood of dopamine, then like your observational senses like cue in even more. So like the drive to where the donut place is starts to like mean something different. Oh God, this is completely yeah. true. I yeah, like fell sounds... in love with Burbank because I was like, God, I never noticed how amazing Burbank is. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love it so much. And it was like me counting donut places that I might go to yes. the next time. <laughs> sounds, smells, all that stuff. Because it's like before, like when you're looking at it from a survival standpoint, it was like, ooh, this could ha- happen again, and we need to know how to make this happen this again. This is exactly what I did. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah, it's weird. But like- It the- did eventually stop. I think when I went, when I got like so much far past my like normal weight, which I'm not, listen, you know my body. I'm not like a large person where I'm saying this is a huge issue for me. Yes. Um, or I you shouldn't even to, say large, but like it's not. It. Look, everybody's everybody's approach is different. There's some people yeah. that are. I just I, don't want to be shitty where I'm like, yes. a thin, you know, a thin person who's like, I'm so fat. It just meant like it felt crazy because I was like, oh, my clothes don't fit anymore. Yes. Which is weird. Right. It wasn't and it wasn't right for your for your body type, for your goals, for whatever you want. A dozen donuts a day is never right yes, for anyone's. Let's, totally. I mean, you can just like <laughs> you can look at it as just like a health concern. And that's what I was. I was yeah. like, this is nuts. So I have cut. I have cut back. But I will say like. <laughs> I probably eat a cupcake every two days. That's good. Like I got yeah. one yesterday. It was yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> Cupcakes aren't hot anymore. What happened to them? They fell well, off a little. You know why? Because they were fucking terrible. Gourmet cook like sprinkles are you the driest. Like, yeah, the red velvet. Ugh, well, ugh. what's it going on with that? It sucks the moisture cream out of it. Cream cheese icing kill me. You don't like that? Oh, I hate cream cheese. I I don't mind the cream cheese frosting, but I don't like the yeah. red velvet texture well none of it's it's like what is red it's not chocolate but it's not its own thing yeah it's just tough to bad to, yeah no I, and i'll just say like oh is it just food color and they're like no there's different stuff like what's the stuff beets <laughs> could be <laughs> could be <laughs> uh at girl with the tail uh so <laughs> uh, no don't put that there <laughs> yeah. uh for those kind of puns and more no no <laughs> Stop. Uh, we're going to start over the podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm Eugene Cordero, <laughs> and I've been in the Kong movie. <laughs> uh, so, so okay. So where we're at now. So you start, did you start your I exercise? I started exercising. Yeah. 
It started when I was in Maine. I went alone to my grandparents' house and just stayed. Oh, yeah. This was cool. I saw this on your uh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. My family this has looked... a house there. And yeah. like very few people went this summer just because everyone got busy. And so my we, we divide it by weeks at yeah. this point. So my I took my mom and mine my two weeks and I just went. Yeah. And I was like doing these really long, strenuous walks every day, but I wasn't thinking about it because for me, it's just like, well, I got to go see this beautiful sure. view. I got to go through the woods. I, you know, I have to swim off the dock. And yeah. I was swimming off the dock, even though there was a fucking great white sighting. So that's just how brave I am. And then I found wow, a- that's and that's like a uh, shark. That's like Jaws territory. That's right? Jaws territory. Martha's and I found vineyard. a baby seal on the beach with no head. And then so I'm like, oh my god, it's it was stalking me all summer. Is how I feel. But I would jump in off the dock and then jump immediately out because I was like, it heard me. It's coming. <laughs> was the water cold? Oh, it's freezing. But that's the only that's way good I like for it. You, right? Yeah. I love. I only will swim at the beach. Yeah. I need to like be like. Attacking something, if that you makes sense. You don't like the like, lukewarm pool? No, I don't. There's nothing to deal with. What do you deal with? Like, I like at the beach, you're like, oh, God, a wave, or like yeah. sharp things, or there might be animal. Like, I like that part of oh, it. Oh, interesting. What the fuck do you do in a pool? I don't, I don't get it. No, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it seems, um, it's, it's just so boring. Yeah. I, I was thinking, like, I have a son, and I was like, if I, if I didn't have my son, like, I don't know if I'd ever swim again. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, because as a kid, I liked pools, <laughs> but, it, but you're, like, playing. It. Yes. I think that's it. Like, now, you know, sadly, my sense of play is kind of Same with dwindled. mine. No, I mean, fortunately, I have this kid. Otherwise, I was like, fuck, I, I'd probably fucking never get in a pool again. Yeah. And yeah. I ha- well, and I have no kid, and I haven't. <laughs> yeah. I Like, the number of Palm Springs weekends where I'm on the edge going, I'm really fine. I just don't – I don't know what you're doing. You're standing in there. I'm a standing yeah, here. We're doing the same thing. stand in there and have cocktails. <laughs> they have cocktails. Yeah. And, and it doesn't look – Great, and then you have chlorine, and you have to take a shower, and it's a lot. Yeah, I guess you yeah, just to feel like you're doing something. But I like the jumping in in Maine. That's cool. And so then I got home, and I was were you like, reading Stephen King books up there or anything? Oh my god, you know what I read was this book about I forget what it's called. It was some mystery, but it was about a woman who had been she had been kidnapped for two years and locked in a coffin in this guy's long haul trucker, and he'd only take her out to rape her. Oh. And then the book starts and he has captured her again somehow. Oh, God. And I read it alone in Maine. Wow. I don't know why. Like That's torture. You're it torturing was, yourself. And I kind of did. Like, it was not... I curated that trip to look really beautiful. Well, and it's not hard to do. Maine is very beautiful. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't having a great time. I yeah. was... <laughs> I got there and, like, <laughs> I knew I shouldn't me. have... Well... <laughs> You know what's funny is I did a little bit, but I live alone, so I was like, this shouldn't be weird. But I'd be doing great things. Like, I'm like, I'm going to make a fire night. I'm going to, like, cook up dinner and got got my wine. And I was like, it's a lot more fun if you're doing this for friends. If you're like, here's a fire I made you. Here's some wine. Right, (laughs) Just, like, giving it to myself. And after three days, I was like, it's not as charming as it was the first night. Um, But I also, like... I I crazily <laughs> developed psoriasis this summer. Oh my god! Is that nuts? Yeah, that I just sucks. didn't even know that you could suddenly get that as an adult. But apparently, that's all. That is how you get it. Yes, um, autoimmune. So autoimmune it's, comes on mysteriously, and and um, I didn't know that's what it was though. And you know what, you know what it looks exactly like because I had it on my feet. It looks like athlete's foot. So yeah. I kept going to the urgent care there, which I'm now paying the bills for. And oh, um. They kept. They were like, "Yeah, we don't know." Does, yes, you're right. It does look like some crazy fungal infection. So I was like in a panic the yeah. whole time I was there, and then I got back got to LA, and she immediately fungus. was like, "Yeah." I was like, and it had kind of started before that, so I was really panicking. Yeah. But yeah, it took the doctor here like one second, and she goes, "No, that's psoriasis." She was like, "This is completely even on your body. Like that doesn't happen if it's an infection." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trippy. 
Are you taking any immunosuppressants for it or anything? No, I really wanted to avoid those because they have bad effects on your stomach. Oh, the, yeah. So I'm just doing like the topical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a shitty one, man. I I have it a little bit too. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I've got some autoimmune stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. You know yeah. what's well, like dry sauna has been pretty good for me skin wise. What is it's, that? It's just like a regular, just a sauna, not a steam room, but a sauna. What is the difference? Steam room has they put actual moisture into the air. Okay. Um, and they're usually cooler, probably like maybe 160 degrees top. Uh-huh. Otherwise, tops. Otherwise, the uh, the moisture would just evaporate. Evaporate. Ooh, a couple of uh, a <laughs> couple of fumbles by Real old tongue Stanger. twister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. evaporate. Uh, but uh, and then dry sauna, they go. It, it just gets significantly warmer, like 185 oh. plus. Whoa! Wow! Really? Yeah, hot. Yeah. 185. I've, 175. 185. 190. Sometimes. Wait. I've talked about it tons on this podcast because there was how a, is that possible uh, that yeah. 118 degree day we had here i thought i was gonna die when i walked outside yeah well i mean it's one thing if you're in there it's a controlled experience and you're in there for five to 20 minutes versus like this is just how you have to live yeah day. yeah crazy i'll yeah, try it's, that it's wild like it's intense but i was getting it like on my like on my hairline and stuff i get it there yeah i figured out a great shampoo though for oh, that really? have you tried mg217 no. It, my scalp stuff is now completely fixed from it. Oh, that's good. It doesn't work anywhere else, so it's only for your scalp. Only for your scalp? Yeah. Okay. It's well, like black tar it. or something. Oh, like the heroin. It's. I'm actually just doing heroin for it. <laughs> yeah. Can we say so, that on this podcast? Yeah. yeah I'm just yeah. doing heroin for my health. Right. Anyway, I totally recommend that all your listeners try it. I look amazing. Okay. <laughs> and I feel great. Good tip. Um, Good to control your appetite. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. Well, does it make you nauseous? Hasn't made me not want those cupcakes. So. Yeah. Where do you get in your two to three cupcakes a day? Are you still do? Were you? No, doing no, one? no, not still. I'm I not mean, still no, no, that. two to three cupcakes a, a week. week. Yeah. What are you still do? Were you doing gluten free for a while too? I or was something? doing completely gluten free. So, but it was all gluten free bread stuff, which yeah. now just seems so. I mean, now that I look, when I look at how I ate, I am like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't. It's not crazy that I was feeling sicker and sicker. It just didn't. Right. In my mind, it was like desperation. So, um, yeah, now I am, I would say, gluten low. Like, okay. I try not to eat it at most meals, but I absolutely will eat it if I get in and out every few weeks. And and it doesn't – you haven't felt any – Not if I do it in those amounts. In those amounts. If so just I, like, like in moderation, you feel okay. Yeah. From a gastrointestinal standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, that's Which good. is nice because that's it was major. like very stressful a, to have to avoid it on at every – yeah. Thing. Yeah. And and for not for okay results. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the for rub, not right? even okay. For yeah. Like, for not for less than okay. I can. I'll make it to this thing. I just won't eat anything while I'm there or drink water because that'll set off my. St- you know, Jesus. like yeah, it's fucking awful. sucks. No way to live. No. No way to live. Um. Oh, but so then I got back to L.A. Oh yeah. And I got a mini trampoline. Cool. And so this Those is are cool. here are my. I told you I have some health questions. These are yes. Where all right. So lay them on us. We're gonna. I, and I, there's something else too. Where we each uh, are gonna share a uh, a group exercise horror story yes. or two because yes. that's yeah that's been frustrating for you. Yeah. Um, and I have one or two. And the, the people have been asking about that kind of stuff, and it does come up. So you guys aren't alone. We're gonna each give you one. Do you want to do that now, or do you? No, want no. To I want to hear. I want to hear this. I want to answer okay. some questions and find out what's going on. I want okay, to hear about the cool. mini tramp. So this is what I'm doing for my. I've I've been doing 25 minutes on the mini tramp where I like jog in place okay. and try to do like you know like higher like I'll I'll do like very intensive like knee to chest type jogging yeah. 
for a little bit, get my heart rate up, and then regular jogging. And I just I set, I set a timer and do it to music. Then I get off and I do 50 squats and I do arms stuff and then some like leg lifts with those um, those bands. Bands? Okay. So like uh, tubed bands or like uh, like actual big kind of rubber band? They look like big rubber bands. Yeah. Thicker rubber bands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Not tubes with handles, right? No, no, no. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just resistance bands. Just resistance bands. What are you using um, for weights for your arms? So for little dumbbells or? Little three pound dumbbells and then resistance for like two things. Okay. Yeah. For like external rotations on your shoulders, like that kind of thing. Who knows what that is? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're like holding the band in your hand and externally rotating your hands. Oh, interesting. I haven't done that. I've been doing like, I like pull, well, if you can see that, my fists are like out, like pull out, count to three. It's very hard for me. I mean, I have like no upper body strength. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that would be like, that's like pulling in like your, your deltoids, like your shoulder muscles. See, this is what I need you for because I might just be exercising the same muscle over and over. I'm not really sure. So, and then what are you doing? What else are you doing for the arms? So for the arms, it's like when I do the weights, I do uh, curls. this, but I do like the rotation when I get okay, up there. Okay, so whatever. you're rotating your hands around And then the I curls. do this. And this is the really hard one for me. Lateral raises. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, that's yeah. That's for your shoulders. So the first one you you demonstrated are biceps for your arms, okay. like the, the front part of your arms. Okay. The second one you demonstrated are lateral raises, and that's for the your shoulders. So is it good to be doing both of those? Yeah, both of those are great, and they're both you know they're they're two separate things. Got a little fruit fly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> fruit flies in studio. <laughs> And yeah, and then with the band, I'm doing like this. Yeah, so you're doing like another kind of delt exercise. You probably omit that one. And then this, and that's really hard. Yeah, okay, that's like, another oh shoulder my, okay. exercise. Yeah. It's fucking really hard. And then I go behind my back and I do these. Lateral raises kind of behind your Am back. Am I kind of just doing the same muscles? I mean, you're like, doing a lot for the shoulders. Um, do they look know, huge? What's that? <laughs> do they look huge? They look crazy big. Yeah. You look like you That's have, what like, I wanted. Yeah, you look like you have like military stuff on. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the yeah. epaulet. What are those things called? Epaulet. You're asking the wrong person. They're like the little bu- like things on the decorations on the. Uh, I mean, I know shoulder pads from the 80s. Is it yeah, like that's the military thing. version of that? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a better, better way to say it. It's really a similar look when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Will that come back, the big shoulder pad look? They're back. Is it back? Yeah. Not all the way back, though. Not all the way back, but the 80s certainly made a comeback, and I feel like only in the worst ways. Like, if you go to Urban Outfitters, it's like 80s and 90s. It's the stuff that I... Weird, like, stupid-looking jeans. Well, like, Calvin Klein t-shirts where I'm like, dude, in the 90s, we made fun of people who yeah. wore that shit. Like, right. the, But with, I'm, it makes me laugh because I'm seeing, like, 20-somethings wear it, and they don't know that. They yeah. just think it's vintage, and I'm like... <laughs> And grunge people would have eaten you alive, <laughs> dumb children. <laughs> my uh, my son's babysitter. She's a like a a model, like a but like a like like a fashion mo- like a crate. You know, like she has like a you know she goes to like I don't know like Milan and shit. Wow. I don't know, whatever like model things. But she dresses. She says it's normcore or whatever. So she'll just wear like weird normcore. Yeah, just like mean? weird like um, kind of jeans that don't fit. That are like weird, like not a good wash on them. Uh, see, models can wear that. I feel like yeah, and it's I'm like so for her, it looks of, cool. Like if I, yeah. I would just look like a crazy old man. Well, I would, would just, just look <laughs> uglier. Like if I feel like hot people can wear really ugly clothes, and it just like how hot they are just keeps getting brighter and brighter. You know, because it's like <laughs> yeah. in contrast, it's like yes. God, they're in a potato sack. But look at that striking <laughs> like face. Yeah. If I do it, it's just like you're just not helping yourself. 
Yeah. Like I need to, I need clothes to help me. You know, you want to go the other way. People are like, cute dress, and your face is just not. I yeah, and for me, just like my age, I just like I just. It's like, oh, this guy's put himself together and, you know, who knows what's going on with him. If I just, like, tried to dress normcore, it'd be like, oh, this guy's just a dad now. Like, he's just committed to or being crazy. a crazy dad. Like, yeah. yeah he I, doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's over for Yeah, him. you have to be so attractive to get away with that. What do you think? Do you think Bieber pulls it off? He's trying to do that. I haven't really seen him lately. He wears a lot of, like, hotel slippers lately. and giant pants and stuff. I'm going to go with no. Yeah, I don't think it quite works. What I hate is the fucking shower shoes. I hate them with or without socks. I can't believe anyone wears them. It's the ugliest. Like, it's so stupid looking. I used to have um, – there's like this was like a watershed moment in my life. I used to go with a friend of mine to Santa Cruz every Memorial Day. And we lived – I li- at this time, I lived in Northern California – in like the the Central Valley in Northern California. So this weird kind of like frozen in time, um, but not in like a quaint, like back East way. <laughs> right. Just like a weird, like weird f- four years behind yeah. type thing happening. <laughs> I don't know. And so we would go there and we, you know, it's out on the coast in Santa Cruz in this kind of beach community. And for some reason, everybody at my school would wear like sandal type things, but like, athlete like nike sandal yeah. type things but they would wear them with socks that's well that's still happening yes so it, yeah anyway it, but everybody wear them with socks and so like i would do that and so we were in like we're beautiful weather we're by the beach and i'm wearing my sandals with the socks and then we would like go in i was maybe like in sixth grade or something and so you'd go into like the boardwalk and try to like look at girls and stuff basically we would just <laughs> like try to look at girls. well you know you like you just like walk by people that were like close to your age and try to make eye contact with oh them. my god that's all we did yeah. we used to just follow groups of boys around the mall sure. and then they'd kind of follow us around yes yeah and it was that that was the extent of it it was very exciting if you held eye contact with somebody oh, amazing we weren't gonna like fuck each other you know oh my god I wasn't we didn't even like, talk to each no, other no yeah. i wasn't gonna get the number nothing would ever happen with no. it so we would do this at the boardwalk at night and so i remember thinking like i'm at the fucking beach i'm not gonna wear socks with these sandals i'm just not gonna do it like i'm at the beach it doesn't make any fucking sense i love this breakthrough moment yeah and so <laughs> and then i was like it took a like i like wrestled with myself about like i was like looking at myself in the mirror like i take a long like hard look at myself in the mirror <laughs> And then I was, and then I was like, I'm doing it. And then so like I came out, and then all my, my friend and like his brother were like, "Whoa, do you want to borrow some socks?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm just I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna wear the sandals." And like, that is so funny that they were worried about. Yeah, you. I'm like, "Are you sure?" Hey man, it goes further than that. Their dad stepped in. Lay, I get down to like where we're meeting the parents and stuff, and the dad was like. Hey, pal, you want to borrow some socks? You want to run back in and put some socks That's on? That's like so funny too, because that generation never did that look. I, like, I don't what, know. Like he just ever. he's so like brainwashed by where we lived and just the styles of the time that like he couldn't wrap his brain around it. They he was didn't like, want you to get made fun of. They didn't want me to get made fun of. But I did it. And then I, you know, I was like, I'm like a... a you know, I'm a maverick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like in that time, that's truly what you were. Yeah. I mean, the people in Santa Cruz were just like normal beach people that just wore sandals for the purpose that they served, which yeah. was to like not have to wear socks. Basically. Well, I grew up near Ventura and that yeah. was the same. I mean, people only wore flip flops. Yes. Just because that's like, you, yeah. you might be in sand later. Yeah, you might Even if you weren't, off, you could yeah. see the ocean. And, totally. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was like a, and it's just weird to see that the, the socks have come back in. So I guess they're right. I don't know. I know. I don't think so because the people I'm seeing wear them doesn't look right. It looks so bad. Yeah. Like I get, 
I get mad when I see it. <laughs> it's just so dumb. Like, if you're going to wear socks, just put sneakers on. Yeah. It's just the stupidest thing. Like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. weird. I, and I even wear, like, I even wear socks that are hidden. They're cut off. They're like socks. I do too. Yeah. I wear, I I'm wearing wore, Heidi socks right now. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, mini tramp. Mini tramp. Running in place. Doing, mm -hmm. the, I like the leg stuff you're doing. Okay. The trampoline stuff. That's actually good for digestion too. That's what I heard. And for your lymphatic system. Yeah. Now, my question is, am I doing it too much? Because I've read various things online. How like, much are you doing it? Try to do it every day. I, I honestly don't think so. Yeah. Somebody will inevitably write me like, you're, you're steering her towards death. <laughs> Toward <laughs> but uh, again, I'm not a doctor, never claimed to be bro science. But I, th I think I think that can be beneficial. And, you know, it's relatively gentle. You know, I mean, if you felt like it was, uh, I don't know, it's not worth working through some kind of pain or discomfort that it's causing. Yeah. But if you feel good and, and energized from it, I would say keep doing it. I feel generally good. I will say sometimes I'm like a little out of breath for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not in, unless it's like a scary way to where no, you can't, it's not. where you can't find your breath. Not at all. Okay. It's more like I'm like, oh, I can still feel I Zapped exercised four years, four years, four hours later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I would venture to say that's probably a little residual from like your health scare in the fall. Well, yeah. And this is the first time I've ever been able to maintain exercise yeah. for longer than like two weeks without my stomach getting in the way. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you're okay with it. I think you could probably add a little variety to the resistance stuff you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, legs specifically, because you're doing a lot of squat things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the jumping, I would put in that kind of category too. Right. The high knee stuff is good, but that's just more, you know, you get some functional flexibility out of that, but that's just more jacking your heart rate up. Right. Um, and then you're doing 50 squats, one set, just one set. Yeah, because when I do more than that, I'll start to feel my knees hurt. Knees so hurt. Okay. That, so I was like, that seems like that's the number I can do where my legs still feel great all day. If I yeah. do more, it's I start to get that. Because I have bad knees anyway. Okay. I have Osgood Schlatter's disease <laughs> or had it as a child. I don't know if you Who's that? It. That's the guy that was in Mad Men? That's Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That you want Don Draper, but I got Osgood Schlatter's. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's the white-haired guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silver Fox. Everybody like old guys just spread it around that that guy's actually very attractive. I feel like that's just older guys spreading that. He's actually great. Silver Fox is great. Uh, that does. Yeah, it does feel like that because I don't. Well, no, there's women who are into that. I don't know about him specifically. Yeah. He's a good actor. God bless Great him. He's actor. a listener. So I, I'm sorry to, sorry to light you up, dude. Ooh, a no, listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to light your old ass up, dude, but uh, you're getting those madman checks. You're doing okay. <laughs> God, I'd love those madman checks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Weiner. Uh, what's his name? Weiner? I have no idea. The I, creator? I don't know. Yeah. I should. Oh, no. You know what? <laughs> yeah. What if he listens and now he never hires us? <laughs> I'm all right with that. All right. What am I going to be? Madman too? Come on. Oh. After like when when advertising mad women, <laughs> oh yeah, that's so. just about their crazy wives, <laughs> driven insane by the toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I would do that show. Yeah, <laughs> no I problem. I'd happily do it. Uh, play a horrible guy. Uh, I played a lot of horrible guys, um, and I'm happy to do it. Uh, it's a real thing. 
Uh, so yeah, so I would say like, yeah, maybe adding in some variety. Yeah. We, we, you know what? I, ne- we promised to have a workout with each other. Yeah. Never, you guys never did. <laughs> I never paid off on that. We tried <laughs> we at did. some point. Yeah. First you had to cancel, then I had to cancel and that was it. And then it fell which off. Which I, which happens. I feel like anytime I've tried to have coffee with someone, it's the same thing. We're yes. like, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. It's too tired. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. This, this will never happen. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Well, like, I'll, I'll make a plan to actually have some extra stuff that you can have. Ooh, really? Yeah, some just some. And like, we live so close. We live very close. Yeah. we're valley friends. We're valley friends, and now we're meeting in downtown LA. <laughs> Finally, yeah. I think uh, it's funny that we've run into each other so many times. Now. Yes, it's always at I, markets. At markets, yeah. Whole Foods, Gelson's, and now Valley Market. We've run into each true, other. True, yeah. Not to give away your location. <laughs> nah, I don't mind it. Uh, and Aaron did make fun of me in Whole Foods, and it was very funny. Ryan, and you did I did feel bad about it. I still feel bad. Do you, like, do you know that like that'll pop into my head sometimes when I'm about to go to sleep and then I'm ruined? Like I, I don't know what happened to me. I love it. It's, I hated it. Don't. I was it's the awful. funniest. It was the funniest thing. I loved it. It was so bad. No, it was like it was great. It's no. a huge it's a sign of affection in my family. <sighs> it made me feel seen. I loved it. I mean I loved it. I'm I thought it was glad. I just yeah. I literally was like, he's so nice and like he's legitimately funny. Why did you need to go do a dumb fucking bit? I interrupted you ordering <laughs> to do it. I was like, at what the a deli counter. Head. And I, I have like a way I do it that's like really loud and clear. No, you, know? you were being totally normal. But it is weird. It is weird. And you imitated it and it was funny. But I, I wasn't even like, you know, it's funny is I didn't, it's not funny. I didn't think, oh, he's doing it in a weird way. I was like, well, I'm just going to go repeat the things he's saying to show that I'm here. Like I could have just waited till he finished and been like, hi. No, it was funny. I'm so glad that you did it. Don't ever I feel bad about it. I fucking hate myself. I'll never <laughs> I forgive it, myself. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I do have like an all... Uh, like uh, I was ordering tea with somebody at like a coffee place and I have like a real clear direct way I order that too. And they're like, that's weird. See, I didn't know. I I truly was not commenting on anything, which is partly why it wasn't a funny bit. That was funny. It was just me like trying to You're, insert You myself. don't trust your instincts. Your instincts are right. You recognize that <sighs> something know. was weird and I you don't. made fun of it. No, and I just it was wanted great. you to look over and be like, Aaron, my friend. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another, like, here's a weird thing. I had this, uh, client, this guy that I used to train and, uh, very wealthy guy, very, very, very entitled wealthy guy. Okay. Um, but, but at the core, like nice ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we're talking crazy, like helicopter pipe, like he flies in helicopters rich, wow. like that level of yeah. rich. He like hundreds of millions of dollars, I would say conservatively. Um, Who he was are we in, talking about? Because clearly we must all know him, right? We don't know him, but he's like garden-style apartment buildings, huge commercial real estate. Yeah, yeah. So he owns multiple hundred-plus unit uh, buildings all around Southern California, Orange County, Las Vegas, like the huge ones with gardens and gyms right. and that kind of, He owns those motherfuckers. Those are nightmare complexes, they are, by the way. But, but yeah. yes, yeah. But yeah, they but make like a ton of money. Seamus, sure. Seemingly endless supply of revenue for him. Right. Um, he's got this huge, I designed the gym in his house, huge fucking house. You got to design his yeah, gym? Yeah, great. Is Super. that something you do as well as personal training? Or is I this did, like a- I've done it, I did his initially and then I did a couple of more after that. Um, and I don't do it anymore. Yeah. But in it, and it wasn't like I was like, you know, drawn up the architecture plans or anything. It was more like I would work with the builder. And then give them the materials I wanted them to use for the floors. That's and cool. Put mirrors and stuff in, and like media, and then like the equipment and all that. Wow. It was really fun, cool, uh, cool experience. It was like I would sh- think in LA the opportunities would be endless for this. There were this a significant amount, yeah. Um, and it was like shopping with somebody else's money. Like it was just fun, like yeah. being a personal gym shopper or something. 
um, like what Kim Kardashian used to do. <laughs> used to shop for Ray J's mom. Uh, before... I don't know anything about the Kardashians. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Sorry. True story. And then like the mom thought that she was like like stealing from her. Uh, look it up. Uh, right. so, yeah, it's a good read. Uh, so then I so I'm doing that, and this guy like when I first started training him, he had like an intercom system in his house, and he's like a total luddite with technology. Yeah. And so he had like this old kind of old school intercom system to where he could like call up to people at various places in the house because the house is so big. He's an older guy with a young wife and young kids, that that whole deal. And so he would call up and be like, honey, I need you make me egg white omelet, okay. honey. This might be racist. Honey. And, I, and I'm like, <laughs> what the, f-? like, why is he calling his wife that? And why is he talking to her like that? Like, what a weird thing. Like, honey, what I, I'm leaving now, honey. And I'm like, does he... Is older, so I'm like, is he? Does he think he needs to speak that clearly? Like me ordering at the deli or yeah. like getting my tea or whatever. Oh, boy. And I'm like, does he? And like, honey, like his wife's pet name, and it just anytime. I like you that you thought, you thought it was weird that he'd call his wife honey. To me, the way like, he said it, the way not, he not said, if he said it. like honey or babe or whatever it is, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like just the way he said it, like yeah. the like the way he pronounced it or something. I don't know. Anytime it would make like my skin crawl to where yeah. I was like, ah. I, I want to apologize for your husband, you know, like, yeah. he, uh, please don't feel bad or whatever. And like, I would see his wife who was like normal and like younger and talk to her. And then it would be like egg white omelet and like screaming, you know, into the intercom. So then How weird. like weeks go by and then finally, like I'm kind of crossing pat. The house is so fucking big. Like you can, I just spit on my microphone. The house is so big. <laughs> that was for Aaron uh, and Marissa, our engineer today. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, they got to enjoy it. You guys missed it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see it. So okay, good. Uh, so the house is so big, like you can't ever kind of like, r- like you could like just live in that house for like a year and not see anybody. It's like that level of size. Yeah. And so f- like one time I've, or this one day I finally crossed paths with like their house, um, the person that runs their house and her name was Hanya and they called her Honey. And uh, she spoke a different language. And so I was like, Oh, this whole time he's talking to Honey, who works in the house and would, I guess, is hired to make him breakfast and that kind of stuff. Still a little, still weird the way that he would talk to her and kind of do like her broken English, like speak back to her in her own broken English. He was just. Oh, I see what you're saying now. Because when you did that impression, I assumed he was. Of a, from a different no, country. No, no, no. He would talk to like, me Ryan, like this, like, hey, no. I, how many more sets do we have? Hold oh on, I'm going to. Oh my God. Yeah, sorry, I should have. I didn't I'm set so that. Slow no, 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 no. I didn't set the story up great. So he'd be like, how many more sets do we have to do? Great, I'm going to do this. Hold on, let me just get on the intercom here. Honey, you need make me egg white omelet. That is so fucking crazy. It's crazy. So it, it gets weirder. So then I'm like, okay, I understand why this guy is doing that. It's still weird. It's still weird. Like, I don't know if that helps. Yeah, you don't need to, like, yeah. that's not how it works. So then, so this woman, honey, is lovely. Okay. <laughs> I'm And I, I'm taking her, she needs to, like, her. she got her car serviced or something. So I'm dropping. She's like, can you take me to get, you know pick up my car or whatever i happen to be leaving then i leaving his estate at that time <laughs> so we're going together and i can't i can't just let it slide so i'm like hey you know this guy uh <laughs> i won't say his name this yeah. guy's talking to you that way uh it's a little weird right egg white i'm like i imitated yeah, him and like yeah. she laughed about it and then she told me she was like no 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 i prefer that because she's like with him it's always clear and i never mess up and she's like the wife speaks to me just normally and I miss certain things because my English is not so good. 
And I was like, what a weird way for this story to end. <laughs> I truly, it was I'm not like, what I was, I thought I was like, I'm going to connect with this woman on, you know, what and a, you're like, we don't want really that guy to win. And like, I know. and meanwhile, it's like exactly what she it was needed. bizarre. I'm sure like, it was like not his, it's, it's not him being sensitive to her. It's just getting what he wants, you know? Yeah. Like he, he doesn't want his fucking omelet mixed, messed up. And he's not going, but I should be nice. The wife I'm sure is like, that would be yes, rude. She's probably sure. like, God damn it. She never gets anything. Right. <laughs> but I yes. can't be rude. And he's like, I had. I'll just say the words I need. Yes, it was like the end of Sixth Sense. Like all that stuff rushed into my mind. I was like, oh, there's all this stuff that this, you know. That is so. Wife trying to do the right thing and it technically is the right thing, but then stuff is wrong. God, that is funny. I mean, I can see like if you know someone is struggling, I might try to be slower or simpler, but but not like imitate them. Yes. Oh, God, how weird. It was so weird. And then like he would constantly like interacting with her and on the intercom and five octaves up or, you know, (laughs) yeah, it was the, it was so weird. Wow. Well, I was like really young at the time too. I was just like, what am I doing here? Like what is going on? Yeah. One time, like I, uh, there was all these cars blocking my car. Like he had like, just, it's like a hotel. There's just like endless people like working on the grounds he would like have flowers that would die and then get replaced and then die and then replaced seasonally. He just didn't take care of them. Like you just they keep putting did, but they were in. just like it was. I guess they weren't right for the topography or something where he lived. I don't know. I mean, and th- but this is California, right? Yeah, because that's a very East Coast thing. Is like seasonal flowers, but here I, that's not really yeah, as much of a I, thing. I guess you like these certain <laughs> like perennials that like would die. I don't uh, know. Yeah. They seem like they were always getting removed and put in, and then like I guess the, that is like a hotel thing, so that makes sense, right? And yeah. the grass always had to be perfectly green, and he would have like grass crete, like this grass that runs between the concrete, and they're always like putting new sod out. There's always people painting. I was like, don't you ever get tired of fucking people working on your house? House, and he was like, he just laughed. And so uh, <laughs> this one time, all these cars were blocking mine and I had to get to my next appointment. And I was like too young and like not sure of myself. Like I was too like intimidated by his wealth yeah, or something yeah. dumb. And so, sir, everybody's blocking me in. Uh, and so like, I just tried to like- this dr- before your voice changed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was 11, yeah, 12 yeah. years old. So I just tried to drive like my old, I had like an old Ford Explorer with like 857,000 miles on. It looked- infinitely more ancient when I was parked at that guy's house yeah, too. Yeah. It looked like I salvaged it from the bottom of the ocean or something. Oh God, like, when I have to valet at actual events, it's like, I truly, I, I'm always like apologizing to the valet. You know, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just leave it yeah. somewhere dark. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I have like my old Explorer. And so I'm like, I, I got to get out of here. So then like there was nobody around. I just tried to drive around on the grass to get around the car. And like the sod was fresh. And so I like, I ripped up all the grass and got around it, like destroyed all this grass. And then there was like all these like tire tracks that I laid on the ground and like I freaked out. And so then I went back and like tried to like replace it all and then drive away. And uh, they have security cameras and they saw me do it, like vandalize their game. <laughs> <laughs> did you get fired after that? I didn't did get fired, but he's like, hey, w-, they thought it was funny. You know, yeah. but I, I was like. Because you could, it's so clear what's happening. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking mortif. And me like frantically, like we watched the video together and like I'm trying to like pack it, the grass back oh, down. They and made then, you like, watch it with them? Yeah. He just, well, he was just like. It's like rubbing the dog's nose in the pee. I like. get No, he wasn't trying to punish me. He was like, hey, you want to see something? And he just showed it to me. And <laughs> he didn't make me pay for it or anything, you know. Well, God, I, I mean, can you imagine like. It, that is so funny. The, those just the decisions you make too when you are younger. It's like that, uh, and it's that yeah. thing of like not wanting to bother people. Like, 
Oh, totally. I when I used to deliver pizza as a as a late teen, um, I if, for Domino's, I like delivered a pizza in Ojai, and I had gone up this like curvy driveway that on you know that on both edges was like you delivered. Did you live in Ojai? Yeah, I grew up in Ojai. From oh, yeah, I knew that. That's uh, such a cool seventh grade till I went to college. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I yeah, so I delivered pizzas for a while, and it was crazy there because it's like. They're, the addresses don't really match the houses oh, because yeah, it's, it's just, just nuts. So they'd be like, "You have like a Thomas guide or something? Like, what did you even use?" That wouldn't even work there because they'd yeah. be like, "So the address says this, but so actually uh, there is no access on Creek Road. So what you have to do is pass the three <sighs> oak trees on this street, but that's not where it is. That's my There'd be nightmare. a clump of mail. It was, and it was so dark, no one had their lights. Like it was just insane. Where it's like you get the the nice part of it's not a city, so it's probably very safe. Like I never had any unsafe." feels sure feels uh <laughs> but i could never fucking find the places yeah. like yeah perfectly safe but lost all the time and so i had gone up this like curvy driveway and i get to the top and they'd there were a lot of cars so i really couldn't turn around could i have yeah because i would have just had to do like six three-point turns which is what you should do when you then have to go back down a curvy driveway yes. deliver the pizza i'm like i can do it i'm really good at backing up i thought i was so good at backing up i was like i can do it at a pretty clipped pace and I went off the side of the fucking hill. Oh. And my car, like, I was in my Volvo, and it was, like, literally, like, tipped at a 45-degree angle oh. with, like, the nose up. And I'm, like, I, like, e- even when I was down, I was, like, I'll give it a little gas to see. But I was, like, I knew. Like, I, like the back of it was on a tree. Love, I could still fix this somehow. <laughs> yeah, like, I was, like, let's just see. Because, like, what if I just, like, went up and I was, like, oh, everything's safe. <laughs> and then I had to, I didn't have AAA. I had to use their fucking AAA oh, to get literally towed at like out of a ditch oh god and they were like they were so nice they like sat out there with me and i was like oh my god please don't sit out here like your pizza's gonna get cold please just go eat it like i'm fine they were like no it's not it's totally okay oh i could so relate everything about i just wanted to die it was so awful i was so embarrassed and i like i went back and they were like you can just go home for tonight and i was like thank you (laughs) the whole thing took like two hours oh yeah oh god (laughs) was the dam? was the car damaged or was it oh my god no the volvo was great the Volvo was fine. The Volvo was fine. Yeah. Oh, thank God for that. At yeah. Least. God, I hate when I like the same feeling where you're just like, "What well, fucking stupid? Why am I so stupid?" You feel like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in um, Boogie Nights. Remember I don't he, remember. Like, what did he do? He tries to kiss Mark Wahlberg's character, character Dirk Diggler. Oh, I forgot about that. He the only part of that movie I remember is the very last shot. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, and the roller skater girl, right? Was that that? Roller girl, yeah. Yeah, Heather Graham. I loved roller girl. She's great. Uh, he loves this, loves the guy and just kind of picks, like re- misreads the signals and then tries to kiss him. Oh my God. Wait, now that you're saying this, I do remember that. He's so heartbreaking. He's so, and then he sits in the car and just keeps saying yeah. over and over again that he's a fucking idiot. I've done that so me many too. times. Me too. Like, it's, it resonated with uh, me. <laughs> I've even done that after improv shows where I keep saying the line I said that in hindsight, I'm like, that's not at all what they were fucking trying to get you. To say. Like, and I'm just, I did this the other night. Like I'm driving home going like. What the? F- you couldn't just like take a breath and think about your response. Like, <laughs> there's another part in a uh, in a. Uh, I totally know that. Uh, it, when anytime I see it dramatized, I'm always like, yes, yeah. I am so there. It's a 40 year old virgin when he's trying to uh, contribute to the conversation about like being with somebody. Oh, like, like the bags of sand. Yeah, and like when he's riding home on his bike, he's like, a bag of sand? Like, what are you thinking, you fucking idiot? It's the, it's the old, I carried a watermelon. Yeah, oh, totally. That's it, I carried a watermelon. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, oh, I do it. that over Me and too. over. Improv especially, we're just like, God damn it. I know. Just be their teacher. That's what they asked, be the teacher. 
You had to be another student. Yeah, you had to be, or you had to be so clever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh uh, boy. And this is and dating. Woof. Woof. I've replayed entire stories I told on dates. Yeah, that that is uh, f- further in the rearview mirror for me because I've been married a long time. Yeah. But well, I can and relate. I've just given up. So same. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so a couple of fitness questions. Did you want to ask anything else? Oh, you know what? Wise? This was my other question. Yeah. Just real quick. Ask this, I'll answer, and then we're going to go to break. Great. Um, this is we'll... very fast. Okay, yeah. Am I doing squats correctly? Are you doing them correctly? Okay, do you want to show? Can I show, show you yeah, one? Is that absolutely. Really? Do you mind? Yeah. Okay. No, and I'll, I'll just, I'll tell people how you're doing it so that okay. we can, yeah. So I'm careful. Okay, so Aaron is standing so up. I at... try not to put my feet over my, I mean, my knees over my feet. Knees over toes. She's standing up in studio. Like this? Doing a squat. Yeah, her feet are slightly externally rotated. And she's dropping down on her heels. Yeah. Yeah. I think that looks great. So what she demonstrated was sometimes people will uh, have their, their, their base, um, their, like their, the spread of their feet a little bit too narrow. And then that can put a little sheer force on your patella tendon. And then it also is maybe too much in the front of your legs. Like you're doing, getting too much quad. And uh, as opposed to if you have like a wider stance and you keep the weight on your heels, you get a little more hamstrings and glutes. Yeah, that's which, what I've been trying to do. Yeah, and that's usually what people kind of want to work. Yeah. And I also think that like uh, to have like a good healthy back and healthy legs, like well-developed hamstrings and glutes can uh, can benefit. Yeah. Um, you can benefit from that. And so – and then also I feel like that puts the – it's best ergonomically for your knees – so yeah, the way you externally rotated your feet. I the, looked it up online. Yeah, it looked great. <laughs> and I saw that you were mindful to keep the weight on your heels while, without picking your toes up. Right. So sometimes the instinct is once you're that far back on your heels, you want to kind of lift your toes. You want to keep a little weight distribution in the in the balls of your feet. But especially on the way up, you want to drive from your heels. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. Mainly because yeah. I suddenly noticed that even just like – it's almost like even just shifting your focus. If I'm like, oh, I can feel like the outer edge of my foot on the ground as yeah. opposed to just like thinking about my legs, then I could actually feel it in the muscle I wanted better. Totally. Yeah, it's weird. So you may have this way that you kind of like naturally will squat. Um, but if you're mindful about it and you have enough functional flexibility, you can actually just think yourself into the right form. Oh my God, I'm thrilled. I feel like I did that now just for compliments, but truly I was concerned because I had like no, I mean, it looked comes, it up on a weightlifting site. Totally. To yeah. See, people but. are doing more DIY stuff now and looking at like YouTube videos and stuff, but it's still a little bit, if you're not working with a trainer or somebody that is watching squats a lot, right. you know, you still are thinking like, shit, I, I feel like this is right. Um, you know, you especially notice it when you get underneath weight. Like if you start adding some weight, yeah. if you're doing them wrong, you're going to start to feel some weird yeah. stuff happening. But I would say you look, it looks good. You know, make sure that you keep your back flat and your abs tight while uh, okay. you're doing it. Don't let your stomach uh, relax. But it's okay for my back to be tilted forward, it, right? It, it has like, to that be. Part, yeah, exactly. Otherwise I, you'll topple I over. I feel like you see pictures sometimes and they're not. And I'm like, how are you your legs would have to be so strong to support yes, that and like, i think the stronger you get the more vertical you'll be able to have right. your spine and if you want you could do it um from a like from a chair uh or like a bench or something and then that sometimes allows you to get a little bit more vertical because you won't topple over. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're driving off of a chair. I think you could do them like you're doing, and then if you want, add in a couple extra that are like from like a from like a seated position to really like hammer home how vertical you are. Okay. Yeah. 
Good. But it looked great. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to share some uh, group exercise horror stories great. with you guys. And then uh, we'll answer a couple listener questions. So uh, stay tuned for a quick break. And then we'll be right back with more Dumbbells. Dumbbells. And Aaron Whitehead. And Eugene Cordero. Bell babies, I hate to say this to you guys, but you stink. Pick up your uh, armpit and give yourself a whiff. You stink, but we got something for you. And no, we're not going to give you something that poisons you. We're not going to give you like this crazy aluminum, whatever it is that poisons you. We're going to give you this new, uh, this new incredible company called Myro has made this natural deodorant and uh, it's healthy. It gets shipped right to you. And uh, it, it couldn't be better. They, uh, they deliver obsession-worthy, natural, effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. I've got it. Comes in an interesting bottle. You get to kind of put it in the bottle yourself, which is fun. And then it's this kind of mint green color, which I think is cool. Actually looks good in my, uh, my, my travel bag. Um, they make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh. And, uh, and, and there's some barley in there to keep you extra dry too. And, uh, so, uh, you know, listen, you care about your health. You care about how you smell. Myro is the company for you. Uh, it's really simple. You choose your scent, you choose your chase and your, you choose your case and your color. I chose the mint green, which I like, and you get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door conveniently timed for when most people run out. So that way you don't have to go to the CVS and get horrible treatment there. And you can switch sense. You can press pause or literally stop anytime you want. So there's really no excuse to not use this. The case is refillable and its mood-inspiring scents are good for you and the planet you live on because the case is refillable. Myro refills uh, reduced plastic waste by approximately 50% versus typical drugstore deodorants. So these guys got it for the environment too. They care about you and the environment. Personally, I like Myro because it's it's a natural deodorant and uses essential oils. I don't trust the chemicals that I'm, you know, that these you know, the kind of drugstore companies are using. So, and I actually think it smells good. You smell, it smells better than some like over-perfumed scent or something. And then also the size that the actual container is, is very convenient. I can keep it in my drawer at home. I've got two. I keep one in my drawer at home and then also keep one in my gym bag. And then also kind of seals tightly. So it protects it and stays fresh. And then also doesn't get, uh, you know, my uh, deodorant all over my gym bag and clothes. So what you have to do, guys, is you need to take advantage of our promo code on this and get yourself 50% off your first order and get started for just $5. All you have to do is go to myro.com and enter the promo code DUMBBELLS, D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. Go to myro.com slash DUMBBELLS and, uh, and use the promo code DUMBBELLS. It's the same thing. We keep it easy for you guys. And get yourself smelling good and feeling good from a company that cares about you and the environment, Myro. And we're back. We hope you guys enjoyed that break. Uh, Aaron and I uh, ran a couple of errands. Yeah. We didn't do anything. It was a weird, <laughs> like it's just a weird, we're going to a break. And then I just said, we're back. 
I like that you just let them know that. Yeah. Because sometimes so, when I, I listen was, to a podcast, I'm like, I wonder how long they did take. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's no time at all. And sometimes like stuff did happen. They're like, that was weird that delivery came in. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> they had like a whole adventure. That'd be like a fun movie premise. Just like the adventure that happens during a commercial break. On a podcast? On a podcast. It's very right now. Yeah, that is very now. Yeah. You should delete this so you can make it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't steal that idea because it's, uh, I'll never write it. <laughs> I'll say that I'm going to write it and then like do a couple pages on it and just think like, ah, I, why, why, who would read this? <laughs> uh, so, okay. Do you want me to do, do you want me to do mine first? Yeah. Do yours yeah, first. Okay. So there's tons of these stories. They come up all the time. People write in. Um, it's, it's especially like if you have a little bit of anxiety about exercise anyway, to having the bravery to go to a class. Uh, sometimes is a lot, you know, because you just want to be anonymous Yeah, and you don't want somebody fussing over you. So I used to go to this, um, I started doing, yoga used to be like crazy popular and uh, it still is. I feel like the bloom might be off the rose a little bit. Yeah, with yoga. I feel like it's way less so. Way less. Yeah. Still, still around. People do it. Now people so, love like pop physique and bar. and Bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then like more, you know, hardcore jumping stuff. Well, boxing. All my friends boxing, box yeah. now. Yeah. That's that yeah. kind of cycles. That'll come and go. Yeah. It's hot now. Um, so yoga. And so this was like right on the vanguard of it getting hot. I used to go to this place called Maha Yoga in Brentwood. And uh, there'd be a bunch of like really, you know, good looking people and, you know, people doing handstands and shit. The guy that ran it was named Steve Ross. I'll say his name. I don't fucking care. And uh, <laughs> he's like a fucking dick. And like uh, he um, was like such a creep. This is before, well before like Me Too or anybody was even I mean, you know, outside of women that were actually being abused. This is before guys started to get wise to it, you know? Right, right. Where you're just like, what? You know, yeah. it's you're constantly harassed all day, every day. You know, like, I, you know, even if even if it's not anything huge, it's like this death by a thousand cuts anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this guy, and he would go around and like rub people's backs in class. Ew. Which is like a kind of a yoga thing. Like, I honestly don't mind it, you know? Or That's a yoga thing? Kind of, yeah. It can, probably cooled off. No, well, that that's a yoga thing. There would be like like adjustments. Yeah, adjustments, but not and then good maybe like job. Yeah, and then like a good. I, I've been in both where it's been done tastefully. This guy didn't do it tastefully. Ugh, I don't yeah. want to be touched at all. I don't mind. I don't mind a back rub from a stranger. But again, <laughs> I, I, you know, I have nothing to fear. <laughs> Nobody has any ulterior I mean, motive with me. Great. You know, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's 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 like that. It's a white privilege, white male privilege thing. I'm just like I, this, this person's not. Trying I mean, to good be, for you. Yeah. Uh, I win. Uh, so, but this guy would only do it to attractive women. So he's clearly, right. and he wouldn't even like throw in just like, uh, somebody else that was more normal or like a guy just to kind of throw people off the scent. You know, it was, he made no, no, there's, bon no there's no need. Cause he's getting away with it. Yeah. No yeah. bones about it. Like he, but not even just like the, like self-awareness to like, I don't want to seem, I am a pervert. I don't want to seem like a total pervert. It would be like attractive girl on her and then like it would be like i could be on fire and he wouldn't even touch me to put me out of the fire he's like i'm not gonna touch a guy right right <laughs> he could like he could be falling out of a window in the yoga studio and he wouldn't grab my hand he'd be like no unless it's an attractive woman i won't <laughs> i won't take the help uh so i'm in this class and it's like already like a judgy class anyway and like i'd always feel like a little bit uncomfortable and uh and so, and I would always just kind of want to be anonymous, you know, like not yeah. be seen. You know, he'd like call people out in the class sometimes. 
And so, uh, like you, in a way that they were doing it wrong or something, or kind of like he was a dick. Like I just yeah. thought the guy was a dick. Yeah. And so he was he, he popular. I think I I don't know if I want to give him all the credit, but he popularized doing this kind of vinyasa flow yoga to contemporary music. Oh yeah. Um, there's this other guy, Vinnie Marino, who's a great teacher. He still teaches at Yoga Works in Santa Monica. He did it too. Vinyasa flow is like a series of poses. It usually begins and ends with the down dog. Yeah. You know, up dog, down dog. And there's and you... a lot of argument over this because a lot of yoga teachers are like, if it's to music, it's not internal. Right. It's yes. not what you're totally. actually going I mean, for. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, the whole, I mean, they designed it basically yoga to be able to sit still comfortably longer. Right. And then you would just do all these like postures and poses to get more comfortable in your you know, anyway. So you could sit under a tree and then elevate your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bodhi, Stava right. and all that stuff. Yes. So, but this guy is completely like bastardized, but, and I'm sure it sprang up everywhere, but I think you could like, you could point to this guy and he used to talk like happy yoga. He had like a TV show anyway. And so like, I'm in this class and, um, I would never, I would, I would just do something else when people would do headstands against the wall. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm a good sized guy. I was even bigger at the time, like yeah. like a like heavier than I am now. And I was like, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'll just do child's pose or something on the ground. And so there was like That's my favorite one. Me too. It's a great pose. <laughs> so there's like some women in there and some other people, and they're like, You should you you should do this. It's an important part of the practice. Like, do this. And already I'm like, I'm being fussed over. And like, I'm like, I, I nah, I, Why I do don't they want care? to. That's I don't what know. annoys me about the, those fitness classes. Just like fucking who it's not who cares. Right. Like, if I was looking lost or yeah, asking that, for help, yeah. then give me the encouragement. But if I'm doing my own thing or doing child's pose, just let me be. Yeah. Public service announcement, let those people be. You know, whatever yeah. whatever version of that in your class. So anyway, these people, so then I feel like an obligation to them. Like I don't want them to feel bad, you know? Yeah. Like they're not actually being helped. So I'm like, okay. So then they make some space for me. And like you kind of have to like, you know. It, it was, I said headstand, it was a handstand. You have to kind of like kick your legs up to the wall. So you have like one leg kind of extended out. Your hands are on the ground with your back to the wall. Yeah. And then you kick your other leg up to it. Okay. And so I, you know, I'm kind of trying to do that. I'm making some like d- dumb attempts at it, you know? Right. And then like, you really got to kick that leg up, kick that leg up. So I kick my leg up and my foot goes into the fucking wall and just like <laughs> crashes through the drywall. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like it makes like a crazy loud noise like a, a like a huge loud noise and there's like dust everywhere and like I've destroyed and then like I take my oh foot my out God. and it pulls the panel of drywall with my heel you know and so it's just like off with like exposed wires and shit and this guy Steve Rogers or not Steve Rogers Steve Ross Steve Rogers is Captain America Steve Ross like owns this yoga studio so then he's like what is going on? Like, what are you doing? You know, like calling, calling me out in the class. And then I'm like, so then now I'm like, do I finish the class? You know? And like, they stop the whole fucking class. With the drywall and, around your ankles. Yeah. So. And the, yeah. Drywall <laughs> dust around me. And then the dumb people that helped me are like concerned about me, which is worse. Like, are you hurt? You know, oh do you my, want us to call makes somebody? Me so angry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not hurt. Everything's fine. Oh my Just God. My, my fucking ego is crushed. Now I feel like I could handle this and be say something funny about it, be cool about it. Sure. I probably wouldn't have been pushed into it in the beginning, but it just really got me at a vulnerable time. And it was like such a parade of horribles. I mean, the, the only thing worse I could think would be like shitting my pants in the class or something, you know? 
Uh, yeah, that would be worse. Yeah, that would be worse. But this is pretty. But this ba- is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. If that happened to me, I really because even though you know it's not your fault because you were being told to do a move that you clearly else like weren't comfortable with and didn't really didn't know how try. to do and yeah. like. Like, I'd still be like, I broke the wall. Like, yes. I am responsible. Yes. Yeah. All that. I, I like, I want to, I'll pay for it, which I wouldn't have been able to do at all. I couldn't even afford the yoga class. And I'm sure that would be legally not your responsibility. Yes. Like, there was tons of things. And ugh. then, like, I, I wanted to run out of there. Like, do you remember in, like, Happy Madison or Billy Madison when they all make fun of him? Because he can't write cursive and he just runs out of the classroom. I don't know that I made it through that whole movie. Yeah, right. I'll be honest. At a certain point, he can't dr- <laughs> he can't draw Z's in cursive, and then like the whole class laughs at him, and he's like a grown man, and he just runs out of there. Like he he says he hates everybody and just runs out of there. I can crying. picture Adam Sandler doing yes, this. I felt like yep. doing that. I can't even remember if I finished it or not. Like I, this is years ago. Like I yeah. blocked it out. Anyway, that's mine. <laughs> okay, you win. I mean, already that's mine is not. I think maybe I miscategorized when I said horror. Mine well, was, give, like, embarrassing. Yeah, give but also the, now I'm like, maybe I told this in the last time I was here because I'm like, this is probably the only fitness story I had at this point. All right, retell it. Okay, I'll retell it. But if you're if you're bored, just interrupt me. We'll talk about something else. Um, so our mutual friend, Lauren Lapkus, yes. has a great, like, invested interest in my well-being and health as, like, any good friend would. But she's very good at being, like – like, she would text me and be, like, you sure you don't want to come? I'm coming – I'm going to an exercise class. You should come. You'll feel great. You know, like – She's good about a lot of that stuff. Yes. She, like, once showed up and made me wash my car. Like, she took me to the place and then we, like, took all the stuff out and she was helping me decide what to throw away. It was – she's very funny. Yeah. That was I, like one of the first things we did as friends. <laughs> that's great. It's so hurt. Like, I've made the mistake of, like – not the mistake, but, like, asked her for advice and she's like, I'll give it to you and I'm going to help you, but yeah. you got you got to really – and I was like, I do. And then she fucking yeah. called, held me accountable. She, like, really wants her friends to do well. It's yes. a truly amazing quality. Yeah. Um, but it was very funny because at, at the time I was like – you know, my stomach was still bad. So exercising just didn't have the same – like, I didn't even feel very strong most of the time. So I was yeah. like, fine. So I finally, like, I was like, all right, I'll go with you. You know, she was doing class pass at the time. Um, and so we went to this Atwater class for Zumba. Okay. Is this ringing a bell? No. Okay. And I already know I'm not great at like following choreography. Like I just more than two moves, okay. I'm already lost. Like right. I just can't. I don't I just it's not in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> the whole fucking class. I'm next to Lauren and I kept having this happen where I'd be like looking at the teacher but also looking in the mirror. So it's like two, you know, yeah. like I was like, which do you follow? Right. And clear, you should be able to follow both because they're actually doing the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. But I would somehow it's, reverse it's, them. It's splitting your attention. I would and split it... my attention. I kept having this thing happen where I was like, what is wrong with this class that I'm like facing? Everyone's facing me and I'm facing them. And then Lauren would be like, turn around. Turn around. And I was like, oh, I like I couldn't understand because I was seeing their backs in the mirror. So I was like, somehow it made sense to me that I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I was seeing. And then like I'd look at Lauren and she's like, you're not. Don't you're not you're not supposed to be looking at me like we're all leaning the other way and be like oh like I like oh, I she'd be God. laughing so hard because I'm like just facing her so close yeah. and then I have to turn I spent the whole time just not turned the correct way yeah literally turned the wrong way every single every time. single time and then they were doing this whole thing where it's like you you know you you learn like maybe just even five it's probably just five moves which is like one leg the other leg you skip this way you skip this way who knows but and I like it was too much for me right. and so I. The, everyone else is like working out and they're getting a good sweat and I, I'm just spending the whole time being like 
wait, is left left? Is it left or are we going forward? Back? Like I could, I'm like standing in one spot essentially. Right. So I finished the class being like, and any like I'm out of shape and I don't even feel like I worked out because I was yeah. so confused the whole you time. You basically just changed weight on your feet. Yes, and just like, trying to figure yeah, out what was you happening. Look like a confused old person. I truly look like airport. a confused old person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My flight should be with the terminal, sir. <laughs> Yeah. Sir, miss. Ah. But you see how this doesn't really qualify. No, as that's horror. great. I mean, that's a like, that's a true. That's a very relatable thing. It just well, made me not like, want to do yeah, it. Yeah, it puts you off to that kind of. It stuff. It did because I was like, I, I. It's not that I don't think I'd enjoy a workout class where it was pretty simple. Like mm-hmm. I think I would like the if it was just like step aerobics or something that's like. One move at a time. <laughs> yeah, it's simplified move. You yeah. get the hang of it. You do it for a while, and yeah. then you move on. But there's so many classes that now are like dance fitness. Yeah, I follow a bunch of personal trainers on Instagram because I keep trying to steal when they'll occasionally post something. I'm yeah. like, I'm stealing that. Good, I'll, I'll good, do that yeah. at home. Um, but so much of it is dance, and I'm yeah. like, they're doing a whole song that the whole class has apparently learned. Right. I can't. I don't. It's understand. tricky, and it's one like, of those things like you have to kind of be good at that dance to get a workout out of it. That's exactly it. Yeah. So like if, if you're, you're not coordinated, you spend the whole time doing like that. Like you know when cheerleaders will be like, okay, so we're gonna do like this, 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 and they're doing like mini moves of what the actual move yes. is. That's like <laughs> yeah. how I was working out. I totally know. Just, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the weird, like, not fully extended. It's like Britney know, Spears thing. in rehearsal, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or even on stage in Vegas. These I mean, days. I don't know if you've seen her lately. Is she? Uh, oh my fucking gosh. Her body shape, is right? ripped. She looks like Demi Moore and G.I. Jane. Wow. Good yeah. for her. Which is my ideal body type. That's a cool movie. I'll never get to it, but I love that movie. You could totally, you're pretty, you're pretty close to that now. To Demi Moore. <laughs> you are. I don't know if you've seen that movie lately. I have. She is, really? Yeah. I do. I watched a lot. She's like, rock hard, and her I, thighs are like yes. amazing. Yeah, she's doing the one-handed push-ups. And one-handed push-ups. She's just so it's like everything's hard. Yeah, I like uh, Vigo Mortensen a lot in that. Plays a real divisive character. He really does. But it's cool. Like it feels real to me. Yeah, and I and like I need to. I probably need to. I think I haven't watched it in like eight months, and that's how quickly like sexual politics are moving. That now I might have a different opinion. <laughs> but like I remember last time I watched it, I was like. Oh, I really like that he's sort of like creating a real thing where he's like, guys, I have to do this because this is what – when he's essentially like – yes, is horrible. Like Ben's are over and he's like, this is what would happen. Like the other side would try to rape her. Why am I talking about this on a podcast? Well, no, it's, it's, really it's dangerous territory. I put yeah. you up to it. But I here's what I'll say about that. I Because I am always mixed on his rationale for it, whether or not it makes sense. And I feel like that just makes it more realistic. And I felt like it actually – I don't know that it was necessarily like, oh, right for him to do, but I think it did come from a place not of him being like, you shouldn't be here, but of him being like, this is a reality of you being a woman and like See, I felt, all these I felt horrible like it was, men. I felt like it was both. It was both. Well, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it I was think there both. was a part of him that like wanted to kind of punish her a I think, bit. No, actually, I think you're right because then it makes – it's so much better when she's like, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that so much. Like it's I'll cool. never not love that. No, it's great. And all the guys applaud. Yeah. Guys, no, it's, it's a really good movie. It is. It's a good – and especially now. There's a, a lot of stuff that like I missed before that like – Well, the whole know. Anne Bancroft yeah. storyline, she's one of my all-time favorite actresses. Yes. Yeah, it's really yeah. There, it's so curiously not dated considering it's a '90s movie, and I feel like no. '90s movies specifically are so dated. Yeah, it should be. I feel like Demi Moore was kind of at the height of her power then, and she had some control, 
and made sure that a lot of that stuff got in there, which it probably wouldn't have. Oh, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing, oh, but I'm, guessing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that that's what happened because it's even the stuff that like you kind of applaud for being progressive ish for the time. It usually, when you watch it now, you're like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. you know, there's something, you know, they, th- they tacked this shit on in there and it had to be her saying like, no way I'm a giant star. And this has to, it has to go down this way. That'd be cool if that is the case. I mean, I don't, I don't know who. Ridley Scott directed it. Yeah. And he's, and he's also somebody that doesn't have a problem with a strong female. Like he did Alien. And, Ugh, uh, love Alien. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, which he didn't write, but he directed. And but Sigourney he loves Weaver. those like incredibly strong yeah. women. Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver. Ugh, yeah. What a dream. And just, let's just say just a great character in general. Yeah. Without even attaching a gender to it at yeah. all. Just a fucking cool character. And it's good that she got to do it. And she, she brought her am- cat to space. What's that? Didn't she bring her cat to space? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> what is her cat's name? Like, it's some. Uh, now I forget. I feel like it's like a shithead or something like that. It's not that, but something <laughs> funny like that. <laughs> I don't. Now I don't remember. It's been a while now since I've watched Alien, I guess. Um, all right. You want to help me answer or listener question? I'll try. Okay, so this is coming to us from Laura. Uh, Hey, guys, just discovered you recently, and I'm really enjoying listening while I run. Thanks. Um, I got into running after I had my son three years ago. I was just over 200 pounds the day I gave birth. I'm down to about 145 now. Wow. Congratulations. I'm mostly okay with how I look. I'm very happy with my fitness level. I've now done two half marathons, and I did four trail runs this year, uh, living near the Rockies, Trail runs are a bitch. Um, my big problem is all the loose skin on my stomach. How do I get rid of that? Okay. First of all, congratulations on getting in such great shape. Yeah, that's amazing. And getting that, getting your weight down to where you like it to be and uh, and your level of fitness and all that. She's got some pictures. She looks great. Uh, loose skin on the stomach. This is really tough. Um, you know, there's not there, – you'll see stuff like, you know – Instagram and all those things are really predatory because they'll sell like salves and creams and all that stuff that you put on topically. None of that stuff works. It can't. Right. Um, So you have like, you have collagen and elasticity in your skin and it only does so much. And once it's kind of stretched out, there's not a ton you can do outside of that, outside of surgery for that. That being said, there is, and this is something you'd have to research on your own. Like I would never recommend people do this without like seeing a doctor first, doing their own research. But there is some thought to um, intermittent fasting uh, and what it can do for like, you know, sub pesky kind of subcutaneous fat that can have the appearance of loose skin. Really? And so that may, may be something you want to interest, uh, you have some interest in looking into. Um, but again, it's all, it's kind of theory based. I haven't seen a ton of like, like medical journals written on it or a lot of hard science. And she's working out so hard. And she's working out very hard. So you would have to like, there is a way that you can intermittent fast and exercise very hard. A lot of people that do it. It doesn't mean that you're depriving yourself of calories. You're just kind of adjusting when you take those calories in. So sometimes people hear that and they think immediately like starving myself or somebody starving themselves. That's not the case. What is it then? Intermittent fasting is where you eat in a restricted window. So you would like say like you uh, you eat eight to eight basically, and you don't have any calories before that or after that. Wait, eight a.m. to eight p.m. Yeah, that would be. What else are that's isn't that what everyone's doing? Pretty reasonably, yeah. But I mean, like a lot of times people won't. They'll keep eating late into the night. 
Um, oh, interesting. Or now that being said, the if you want to go a little bit more hardcore with it, then you can start to close that window a little bit. You know, so then you go from like noon to eight, right? Oof. So you skip breakfast, you work out fasted, and then you eat at noon. You could still have the same amount of calories. You just have like a like a like a more restricted window. I don't. I could never work out without eating. First. Yeah, and some people can't. Like some people just don't have the right kind of like chemistry to do that. Yeah, they experiment with it. It doesn't work for them. They yeah. never get right. And some people are able to adapt a little bit towards it. Yeah. So that could be something that you look into. Like I would research it, and I definitely wouldn't do it willy nilly. You know. Have you seen that thing? Uh, and this is not a good reference that I'm going to give, so it might be totally bullshit. But I found this, like, awful reality show about people who are trying to, like, quickly change their faces and bodies before their weddings. And I was so oh, – I was no. like – I can't even tell you how I was like, I got to see this be really bad. But, of course, the like, I think the doc- – they use the same doctor in every episode, so, of course, I can't say, like, he fucked up or anything. But one of the techniques he used was when people felt like they had, like – like their thighs weren't as in shape as they wanted it. And it was like six weeks out. Like you can't get that in shape in six weeks. They did this thing that was like, I don't know what it was, but it like shook very quickly or vibrated very quickly on their muscles. It was like a, and it really did make them look toned. Visually somehow it did it. Yeah. But I yeah. don't, and I don't know if it's, I what don't know if it's real. Is. Like it was almost like liposuction without taking anything physically out. Cause it was not. Yeah. I a, feel like I see that stuff on the Kardashians. Like I, I don't know, you know, like yeah, I, don't I don't know, know if it's real. Yeah. And I'm and sure like, it's very expensive. I mean, they were all getting it for free, but. Right. And there's, you, know, you need multiple treatments, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I mean, you could kind of like, again, that's, that's something you would, I, I can't point to any direct science for any of that stuff. Another thing to consider, too, is you sound like you've done a lot of cardio, which is great, and it seems like you enjoy it, which is great. So I would make that absolutely the foundation of what you do because it's serving you. But a good way to get into if you are carrying a little bit of extra weight that you don't like and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, even if you're very fit from a cardiovascular standpoint, you you might need to build up some lean tissue. And what that's like lean body mass from doing actual resistance training and what that can do from you aside from like, you know, maybe improving what's going on aesthetically. Like if you have a little bit of shape on your arms or you've built up your abdominals a little bit, could kind of fill in some of that skin that's there, you know, um, just with muscle. What it could do for you is it also increases your calorie burning potential because the only thing that eats, um, calories in your body is your muscles. So uh, you could take two people and feed them the same amount of calories. The one with the more with more muscle is going to burn more of those calories. I had no, that is so interesting. Yeah, I did all, not know it's that. It's your calorie burning potential. Yeah, so it's like it's a weird thing too. You'll see as people get older, they age a little bit, they atrophy, they lose some of their muscle, and they're like, "Shit, I'm eating the same stuff, right? But I put a little weight on. I don't know why it happened, and it's because they've dropped their engines, gotten smaller over the years." Huh. Yeah. So like adding in some like some of the squats and stuff like you're doing or adding some weight to it, um, Laura, like adding some kettlebells or some bodyweight squats, you know, you could put a little bit of muscle on your legs and that would and then if you keep the same calorie level intake, that'll boost your calorie burning potential. And then you'll burn more calories and then you'll get into that adipose tissue that doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Wow. So that's a consideration. Last and probably the most extreme and a very, very personal one that I wouldn't advise anybody either direction on is um, there is there's there's tummy tuck procedure, tummy tuck procedures. And we had uh, Mono Agapian. 
come on the podcast. He's had it done. Yeah. And he speaks very frankly about his experience with it, positive and negative. Um, And he also has advice for people that are considering it and stuff that they should look into. He's done two episodes. It's addressed the most in the first time he comes on the show, but he gets into it a little bit the second time. So I would recommend listening to those and then drawing your own conclusions from that. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not a, oh, absolutely do it. And it's it's also not an absolutely don't. He's kind of conflicted on it. Yeah, I'm so curious. I know my um when I was younger, I remember my friend's mom got it. And yeah. she then told my mom that even though she liked the way she looked, she, it was like having a constant stomachache for years. Yeah. And that lasted for, I mean, truly for years. It was like an up high as if someone was like cutting into her. Uh, and yeah. that sounds so horrible to yeah. me. I'd rather look almost any way than have that right. pain. Like. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I mean, they're, yeah. Well, that was and the 90s. The pro- yeah, they've probably improved <laughs> I'm upon sure. it. I'm sure they have. But even still, I mean, it's like you want to go with the best and, you know, it's it, it's cosmetic, so it's probably not covered in your insurance. Um, uh, and Laura does post pictures of her. So you look amazing. I don't know. That doesn't, that doesn't help at all, but you do look amazing. It's also worth, you know, talking to other people about it too, you know, people in a similar situation to you, or maybe getting some, you know, talking to a, like a, a non-biased third party, like a therapist that can kind of help too. It's one of those things like you don't, sometimes you don't even realize how good you look, you know, until you've done some work on yourself. Until a therapist tells you. (laughs) My therapist was really good at complimenting my body when I'd go in. <laughs> we never even got little, to my like, childhood. Trauma. A low recidivate, yeah. like a low, you know, drop off. If the <laughs> clients keep coming back for the, uh, the wonderful compliments that they get. When I feel like you're always comparing yourself, also for maybe I don't mean to put this on Laura because it sounds like she's not. She's very excited about her just her fitness level, not um, not just aesthetic. Yeah, she but seemed very practical about very it. Very practical. But I know for me, I will compare myself to the body I had as a teen, yeah, <laughs> which is insane, and then the body I want to have. And both of those things are never going to be anything I actually have. So it's hard for me to look at my body and be, like, happy about it. Whereas I think if I didn't have either of those pictures, I'd be like, oh, you look pretty good. Yes. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah, yeah. your youth can really um, uh, fuck with you, you know? like Your youth and your imaginary self that yes. no one else can see. But, like, that for me, that's, like, not only fitness, but it's talent, like, or success or, like, for me, I'm always standing next to my twin who embodies everything I was supposed to do and is like the better, more perfect version of me. And I forget no one can see her. You know, I feel like that's where self-deprecating comes from is you're like apologizing for like, I'm so sorry I'm not this. This, this is, this, see her, see her. I, yeah. c- I could have been this if I had really given it. And it's like, everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we only see you, yes. loser. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I, I get it. Um, okay, here's a quick one. Uh, this is from, oh, sorry, hold on. This is from, yes, Tyler Cruz. Okay. Uh, Hey, Dumbbells. I started listening to you guys a couple months ago, and it really helped me get motivated to get my ass to the gym and get in shape. I'm 35 now, and I'm wondering at what point am I going to just start walking around the locker room butt-ass naked? There seems to be an age where you just don't give a fuck anymore, and I'm wondering how long until that. (laughs) That's a fun question. Also, I'm a big craft beer guy, and I've really cut back on that recently, but I was wondering what you guys thought about just having a beer in the evening after work sometimes. Assuming I'm taking that into account with my calories for the day. Thanks for all the motivation, guys. Looking forward to going kayaking this weekend in my corduroy G-string. Uh, that's a podcast joke, right? Oh, I was like, all right. Corduroy um. G-string. Um, fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the nude question. That is a weird thing. 
Right, right. Have you noticed that in locker rooms? I don't certain age. Listen, I'm not in locker rooms. Yeah. But uh yeah. I think it's so personal. I mean, I see women like the few times I've done it at spas or 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 whatever, I feel like it's so it's it's either someone who's so happy with their body, like yeah. that they're like I I got to show this yeah. and I think that's great, right. or it's someone who who is just like like probably at an age where it's like, why are we even thinking about this? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I will say in both cases, I don't really need to see it. <laughs> I don't actually love, like I'll never go to a Korean spa. People are always like, but you see all these body types and then you feel great. And I'm like, but I don't really want to see them. Nah, and yeah. I don't want them to see me. I, I don't <laughs> need the spectrum. Yeah. That's not ever a spectrum I need to see. I don't even really like to see people I date naked. It's like, I will, <laughs> but I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's an extreme position. Um, the, yeah, I would say, yeah, dude, uh, you know, give over to being a gross old guy if you want or yeah. don't, you know. I notice guys like old guys will like dry their balls and stuff with uh, hair dryers. <laughs> really? It's horrifying. Yeah. And I, I've like, I didn't know if it was something unique to the gyms that I was going to, but then I've heard it come up in other scenarios. I mean, I will say that like you'd probably be less likely to get jock itch. I you, guess. You I, I feel like you could tell, you know, you need to, I think there's some kind of weird yeah, exhibitionist well, yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. That, especially in a gym. Yeah. Yeah. And like, got like the male bodies are scary. The very few that are like, that are like the David, you know? It's also very different. I think when you see a guy who's just like, okay, I'm going to walk from the shower to get this thing that I forgot and, it, and I, it's, I'll, I'll be naked as opposed to the guy who like struts around. Yeah. Like one feels very aggressive. The other yeah. feels like it's okay. We're in a locker room. I'm hoping no one's really staring at me. Totally. Tyler, uh, I, I'm, we're assuming that was a joke question, but it was funny and we did sincerely answer it. As far as the beers, I think you answered it yourself. If you're reasonable about it, a beer after work, considering your calories, even if you're not, I think it's totally fine. Um, especially if you're looking the way that you want to look re- anyway. So t- by all means, treat yourself to a beer. Um, the, not that, not, not a make or break by any stretch. Are you, a, this is, if this is something you've covered on this podcast and it probably is, then you can ignore it. But like, is calorie counting something that you're into? Depends. I think sometimes some people need to measure to manage. Right. So for some people, it's really beneficial. I think if you're, if you're stuck and you're inactive fat loss, you're trying to be an active fat loss and you're not making any headway. Yeah. It makes sense to audit your calories right. and your diet, look into it, find out how many you're taking and then dial back on it a little bit. But if you're somebody that can be obsessive about it, if you don't like doing it, uh, if it's not, if it doesn't work for you or it frustrates you or makes you spin out, then I think you can, you know, look at like your nutrition, you know, like your macronutrients and make sure that you're representing your, the right macronutrients in the right way. And then just like eyeball your portions. Yeah. But if you're somebody that needs to kind of measure things, then it can be beneficial. And then there's all these like apps now, like My Ugh, Fitness Pal and all that stuff. I did one. It was awful. It was awful. Well, it told me I should have 1,200 calories a day, which yeah. then for me, that feels like half of what I actually am right. hungry for. And I, I would feel crazy, especially when you're like, you have to put everything in. And yeah. so I'd be like, oh, I did put honey in my tea. And it's like, well, that's 600. You know, it's like, totally. it felt so dumb where yes. I was like, I'm not going to not put honey in my tea because I'm like going over my calories. No, I, like, yes. I think, yeah, there's, there's benefit. And, and not, you know, you just kind of have to know, but we'll, that, so we'll have to put a pin in it and talk about it next time. We're officially out of time, eating up all our studio time. Um, but Aaron, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Oh my on God. The podcast it was so today. fun. Thanks for having me. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug? 
Um, I'll just plug, you know, at Girl with a Tail on social media. I guess you already did that. Did that. Um, yes. Wild Horses uh, is my uh, long-form interview improv team, and we perform at Largo and UCB. Great. That's it. Okay. Uh, on behalf of myself and Eugene shooting some show somewhere and our wonderful guest today, Aaron, we'd like to remind everybody out there that's listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live In Between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.